Welcome to Gain That Tune. everybody it's game that tune in the house this is uh episode number 36 um you know i don't know if there's any significance to that i say it like there is but there's not uh <laughs> yeah it's uh it's, there's there's significance to that this is 36 episodes in yeah yeah if it had been the ninja theme i would have been like you know 36 chambers made some wu-tang references you know all that stuff but no we uh, kind of blew through that last episode so now it's just uh yeah, it's just our it's our thirty sixth episode, and uh, I think it's going to be a fun one. Um, it's, it's your boy John Harrington here uh, with us tonight. As always, we got John Regan. Say hey, hey. We got David Fleming with us. Say hey, hey. And we have the sadly absent Jesse Moore. You know, last week he was kidnapped by ninjas, and on the way back to uh, his recording area, he encountered a locked door that he did not have the item to open. So. Apparently he's just backtracking. I'm not sure exactly what you know where that puts him. I think it means he's just like somewhere in you know Jacksonville, Florida, just like not able to go home. I don't know, but uh, so he's um no no see he's just backtracking. So he's all the way back in episode 34. Yeah, <laughs> so give a listen to episode 34 and you'll hear Jesse Moore. Yeah, exactly. He's there and you know he's trying to you know get the uh, you know find the hidden missiles and it's gonna it's gonna get him through to straight through to episode 37. It's gonna be great. Uh, but in the meantime, um, yeah, tonight's episode, you know, oh, I'm hoping it's a fun one because, you know, I've been having, I don't know about you guys, but I've been having a hell of a day. I've just been like exhausted. I'm just like backed up at work. Uh, you know, just, just, oh, I need, I need a nice, fun, upbeat episode just full of happy, happy video game music. So, um, yeah, what is, uh, I've forgotten. What is tonight's theme? It's Metroidvania games. Uh, right. You were expecting happy music, so we have atmospheric music about creepy tunnels and old castles. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 Crap. <laughs> well, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll make the best of that. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, for those of you who are just joining us on, us on Game That Tune, what we do here is... We listen to video game music. We got three songs from a game. We got a little bit of trivia. We're going to try and guess the game based on the song. Uh, winner at the end of the night gets to uh, pick the theme for the next episode, play some bonus t- uh, bonus music. I won last week, and then me and David actually kind of powwowed on this uh, this theme. So uh, tonight's theme, it's Metroidvania, because we're celebrating the 30th anniversary of the Metroid series and the Castlevania series, two series so important to video games that... They went on to literally name a genre after them. So, you know, we got a little Metroid coming up, we got a little Castlevania coming up, and we got some games that, uh, you know, were inspired by uh, the Metroid and Castlevania series, some platform adventure games. So, it's uh, it's become a great diver- uh, diverse genre of gaming, and it's got some fun games, and, you know, hopefully, uh, 
Hopefully we all pick the uh, pick the fun ones, and it's not just a bunch of like fucking haunted house music. But if it is, hey, it's October, so it's perfect. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's a bunch of fucking great. monsters. That's in the, what we call in the business a win-win. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we're either diverse or we're fucking timely. So, uh, Johnny, I say we get it going, man. What's up? Game one. Roughly end, or did I lose you guys? No, it's, uh, it faded out pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> As uh, very atmospheric and moody. I was going to say, John, damn it, I told you I didn't want all this castle fucking you know, haunted house atmospheric music, man. You know, Give me something upbeat. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. <laughs> yeah. See how this next song goes. Ugh. <laughs> the chia for this game is uh this game was created by a single guy over five years in his free time Hmm. uh 
And since it was released in 2004, it's actually been published on a multitude of systems, including the Sega Dreamcast, uh, (laughs) the Wii, the 3DS. And uh, yeah, that's about, I think that's the only trivia I can really give you. I thought that second song sounded familiar. guys got some answers ready are you kidding (laughs) i was born ready yeah (laughs) all right let's see some answers (laughs) david wrote cave story john wrote cave johnson norfair aka cave story and that is correct my bad handwriting that was cave johnson no wait cave story (laughs) oh okay i thought it was cave johnson norfair like try and do do some card-based comedy here john come on man (laughs) (laughs) Plus, you know, references. Jeez. Um, awesome. I don't want your damn lemons. <laughs> Cave Story doesn't want your damn lemons. Uh, so, uh, awesome. Cave Story. Um, I think this is almost the game that, like, came to uh, remind people or maybe coin the term Metroidvania. Like, you know, this, uh, I mean, you know, I have never actually... No, I don't think it well, coined I mean, it, but I think... a. It, this is I I kind of feel like Cave Story is the reason that like eighty percent of indie games are Metroidvania games. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's that's what I meant. It, it kind of you know it pushed a lot of people in the direction of like, hey, we can make some indie Metroidvania games and make them really fucking great, and like you know pack to the gills with like fun stuff, and uh, yeah, we should do that because I mean, you know, yeah, there were plenty of Metroidvania games being published by actual studios, but. Uh, 
a lot of them uh, were Metroid and or Castlevania. So you know, indie guy comes along, uh, comes up with his own little uh, his own little story, and boom, you know, you got a <laughs> you got a bunch of guys going on Kickstarter for ideas. That's how it works, I think. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so um, you know. Uh, you know, talk to us about Cave Story, man. I've, you know, sadly, I've, uh, I've managed to, like, just completely ignore this game. You know, not ignore it. I'm aware. Really? Of, I'm aware of its existence, but I've never actually played it. Oh, you, oh, you man. gotta play it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really so good. good. All right, cool. I'll sit back while you guys gush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gush amongst yourselves. So, <laughs> it's, it's so good because it is such a great throwback to, like, SNES-style Metroid t- kind of games. Like, uh, you know, the first level just you just dropped in a cave with like nothing, and there's no tutorial level or anything. The first level, or the first section is the tutorial. Mm. Like you know, you walk up like, oh, there's spikes. Oh, I'm dead. Okay, let's try this again. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I really like that style. I like where the design of the level is a tutorial. Oh yeah. And yeah, none of this pop up like, oh hey, you can press A to jump. <laughs> So, anyways, <laughs> I completely forgot about that. You don't get like your first pistol until like the end of the first section. Yeah, it's yeah, like you exactly. don't get anything. I forgot about that. I mean, I just yeah. like you know, I like that as a as a mechanic of like a game where there's not a fucking like overbearing dialogue box or like you know, navvy type character being like, hey, you know, don't forget to like uh, press this button to do your shields. Like, you know, like think like Super Metroid. You're dropped in there. You walk as far as you can to the right. You can't go any further. Okay, well, I'll go to the left then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, well, let me see what I can access by going left. <laughs> like, you know, the game teaches you how to, uh, you know, find things and move around. So, you know, I'm assuming uh, Cape Story does that on a similar, in a similar vein. Oh, yes. Yes, awesome. Absolutely. <laughs> and then it's just, uh, you know, the story is really good and you slowly, like, you're not, you're not, there's no dialogue box at the beginning telling you what's going on. You know, you just come to something like, oh, hey, like, this is happening. You're like, oh, okay. And as you play, like, you slowly learn more of the history. Because the, the story is that you're a robot with amnesia. Like, you just wake up, like, having no idea where the fuck you are or what you're doing. I think uh, yeah, and, I uh, thought the story was about a cave. Well, yeah, you wake up in a cave with amnesia, yes. <laughs> <laughs> in this game, you the play cave, as... The cave is more of a setting. <laughs> yeah. So the game should be called Cave Setting. Yeah. <laughs> so you play as the cave. Yeah, exactly. You're actually playing as a cave, moving around this robot. <laughs> now there's a game. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've got more, but maybe uh, David, if you want a minute to talk about it. Um. Yeah, that's one of the things that really hit me was actually the story because everything. I mean, like you said, it was one guy made it, so everything is not like cheap or unpolished, but like everything is very simple because the guy took five years to program everything so it's you know very simple pixel graphics and all that and then going through the story it's like how deep does this go like not the cave the story it's like, <laughs> okay i mean come on it's a pretty deep cave am i right like, well because I'm like, really you stuck find on out, the cave like, oh, <laughs> There, there are these like cute little rabbit people that are being attacked and all that, and then you find like the whole history of them, and then the scientists and their experiments, and like the hierarchy for these people, and like one guy is supposed to become the new king, but he he gets into like a fight, so like there there's like a power struggle for who's ruling these rabbit people, while there's this evil scientist taking them back for experiments, and you find out like. 
there's an entire floating island with a living computer in it, and, like, it gets really, really complex, but it's very well written and actually pretty emotional. Awesome. Yeah. And there's a good amount of mystery. There's, like, uh, like you know, throughout the game, there's characters that you're like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> like, uh, like, there's, like, these guys in Cthulhu suits hanging around. Or Cthulhu suits. And they just say cryptic, really cryptic shit. He's <laughs> like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, but then, like, my favorite aspect of the like, the thing that made me really, really love it is the fact that there's so many, like, optional, like, weapons you can get, optional power-ups you can get. Um, so you really do get, like, a lot out of really exploring the game and trying to find stuff. That's awesome. And some... And some of it is the classic, like, you know what we were talking about? Like, how the fuck do we know about all those warp whistles in Mario 3? <laughs> like, some of those, like, how the fuck was I supposed to ever figure that out without going to game facts like I did? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I mean... That's... Oh, there's one, there's one, it's like, um, I think it's the ultimate weapon, and I forget what it's called, but there, there is something in the game where there's literally, like, a ten-step guide to get it. And it's yeah. like you you have to like not save one character so that you can get a jetpack later to be able to jump over this one chasm. Uh, it's like and you have to land at this level because if you miss like that one spot, you'll fall down to a separate door that you have to go through. And then like it's the most convoluted, complex thing. It's like there's there's no way to figure this out. You have to read it online. Well, you have to. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I didn't realize it went that deep. I was going to say I love these games because they, I mean, they encourage you to explore and like kind of figure out ways to interact with your surroundings. Like that's what, that's what Metroidvania games do. Like Super Metroid, you know, there's a lot of optional shit in that game. You don't need to get all these fucking missiles and, you know, tanks and all this stuff. But like, you know, you start getting new weapons and then you accidentally bump into a little wall and it's like, hey, wait, I can blow it up with this weapon. Like, I wonder what's over yeah. here. Like, oh man, I'm running with the fucking Mega Dash and it breaks out these bricks and I fall into a pit. Oh, I wonder what's down here. Like, you know, the, the yeah. games encourage you to like go back and explore and, you know, chip away at the environment and figure out new ways and figure out, you know, hidden things. You know, that's one of the things that's so great about this you know, like whole, you know, subgenre of games. But... Yeah, the complicated multi-step fucking weapon getting process. You know, yeah, no, fuck that. I've you know, I've never been one to be like, well, I figured it out on my own because I've never figured it out on my own. <laughs> like, yeah, that shit, man. But I mean, like, as, aside from that, there's a ton of like ammo upgrades and life upgrades where it's that kind of like you walk into a room and you see one like on a little nook in the ceiling. It's like, there's a way to get that. Yeah, exactly. I know there is. <laughs> I just don't know how to do it yet. They're dangling yeah. that carrot pretty great. Like. <laughs> I'm gonna find. I'm gonna come back here with some boots or some shit, and I'm gonna get that. Yeah. <laughs> and there's even like a secret extra boss that you can fight too. Like it's it's nuts. Nice. It is nuts. Hmm. Well, I'm assuming it's like like you said, available on like every platform ever. So. Uh, yeah, you can get a free much, PC. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, it's but yeah, because it, it was originally released as freeware. That's the thing. He spent five years on, it and he's like, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> did, I mean, did somebody give this fucking kid a job after that? Like, hey, hey, Cape Story kid, listen, sorry that you didn't make any money on that, but okay, yeah, yeah it was pretty good. Like, <laughs> you want to come? Uh, well, I think come, that's like, the thing. Is then somebody worked with him to port it to Wii and DS and you know a bunch of other platforms. There's the Cape Story Plus that you can buy on Steam that has like enhanced graphics and mm. a remix soundtrack and stuff like that. Yeah, I was reading so, about the 3DS one. It's like they they read like they actually didn't just like port it up. They actually remade everything with like you know enhanced 3D models and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's nice. 
but uh, yeah. well, there's, I think he's got to be getting two versions. <laughs> there's like a there's like a downloadable eShop version, which is just like the pix the simple pixel version that you can buy for like five or ten dollars, and then you can buy the actual cartridge, which has the full polygon models. Oh, okay, tight. Yeah, and the the cartridge one has probably the best. Like each, there's three versions of the soundtrack. There's the original release, which is what we were listening to. There's the Cave Story Plus version, and then there's that 3DS one, which has like it was remade by um, the guy who did the Super Meat Boy soundtrack, Gary okay. Baranowski or whatever. And it's fucking badass. It's so good. <laughs> Sweet. So yeah, did, did the guy also compose the original soundtrack? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Shit, man. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Everything. Yeah. Can we get this guy to be a close personal friend of the podcast? Like, <laughs> sounds like one of our dudes. Like, shit, man. That's uh, you know, yeah. I, I had no idea, you know, just uh, how uh, how much of a labor of love that game was. I know it's you know very highly regarded, and you know, fucking everybody loves it. But yeah, that's uh, that's really cool. Um, yeah. Now I feel obligated to check it out because if I don't, I feel like I'm insulting this man by not doing it. Like, <laughs> this yeah. close personal friend of the show. Yeah, exactly. We, you know, I feel like we just became friends through this discussion, <laughs> and now by not you know playing his game, I feel like I'm you know insulting him somehow. So the, the close personal friend of the show that we've yet to name drop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who is he? <laughs> uh, uh, Daisuke Amaya. Yeah, Dice man. In the pixel, like he goes by pixel. Yes, his like online name is Pixel or Studio Pixel. Okay, well yeah, you know our our close personal friend Pixel. Real name is oh, no, something something nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> tight man. Well, yeah, great pick. Um, you know, <laughs> I feel like we should revisit it by uh, listening to the enhanced soundtracks at some point on the show. And uh, I will have to uh, myself uh, get a link from you and play that game for free. And if I feel the need, I'll, I don't know, find the man and send him a dollar. Or yeah. something. Yeah. Or just buy it on, uh, they have it, I think they have it on WiiWare. I don't know if that's still a thing on Wii U or not. But... I don't believe that it is. <laughs> no. <laughs> nice I try, think you Johnny. can technically access it, but... Yeah, like you gotta <laughs> boot up your Wii U, go into Wii mode, access the Wii, you know, the Wii... Uh, shopping channel and see if it's still active. I, I would venture to guess it's not. But <laughs> hey, that's uh, that's my homework. You know, see if uh, see if the Wii Shop channel's still going and WiiWare. Um, but anyway, yeah, Cave Story, great pick, great start. Uh, let's keep it moving, man. What's uh, what's up with game two? Game two.
cool. Was this by chance Jesse's pick? Um, I'll have to check with someone on that. <laughs> that means yes. It faded out really fast. Ah. Dumbass. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, this uh, this is indeed Jesse's game. Uh, you know, sadly, Jesse still still backtracking. So, you know, um, besides this game being made, obviously, with Jesse in mind, uh, this game has numerous references to video games, comics, memes, and other craziness. So much so that it's tough to choose just one to act as trivia, but, you know, what the heck. Uh, at one point, one NPC talks about his brother getting lost, 
once getting lost in, quote, some country where a kid in a green tunic was trying to stop some pig monster from being resurrected. Later on in the game, the NPC's brother can be found, and his name is Error. <laughs> That's all you get. <laughs> Sweet. What are you guys thinking? Here it comes. I'm thinking pretty good. I'm feeling pretty yeah. good about yeah. Castlevania Cinco de Mayo. No, wait. Uh, John managed to get it wrong. He says Tornado Tunyon. David says oh. Guacamole. He is much more correct than John is. <laughs> nice. Johnny, have you have you played Guacamole? Have you are you aware of Guacamole? No. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. Guacamole is really good. <laughs> it's actually fucking awesome. <laughs> it uh now get this. It's a Metroidvania game. Huh. You know, that, you know that's the first thing. The second thing is it's like really beautifully, you know, uh, the graphics are beautiful and you play as a Mexican wrestler 
and it's a it's a Metroidvania game in which you you know just like grapple and like wrestle the shit out of people. And, nice. Um, yeah, it's uh, I mean I'm I'm selling it short just by even saying it like that, but yeah, it's it, the game's fucking <laughs> great. Like, you know, you, uh, you travel around you know this odd you know Mexican like folklore folksy inspired area and you know fucking wrestle with stuff and you know help people out and you can uh, transport between you know the real world and the world of ghosts or is it, is it called the world of ghosts or is it like the world of the land of the dead or I it, think it's land of the dead probably the world is. is the dead yeah. or something like that but yeah so there's like you know there's puzzles that involve like you know dimensional shifts and things like that and you know, oh, bro, you know, you just sent me a, you know, a link to download Cave Story. I'm going to send you, like, a Steam download code for Guacamelee. Like, <laughs> the game is nice. so good. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm actually really disappointed that we're talking about it without Jesse here to talk about it. Because, you know, he, uh... He loves this game he, so much. He was a bit of a renowned Twitter video game luchador for a while there. Like, he kind of had a persona going. <laughs> And uh, I think it pre—I don't know if it predated this game, but it was, uh, you know, I think this game uh, it seemed like this game was made just for Jesse. <laughs> like a Metroidvania <laughs> game involving luchadors, you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for him. <laughs> um, that's one of the things that I thought was really interesting about it is because like it—it's basically a beat 'em up, but it's still a Metroidvania. Right. So like. You know how you you get a special item that'll let you open a door, or you get like a special power up that'll let you climb a wall or whatever. It does the same kind of thing, but all with like fighting moves. Yeah. <laughs> so like to get to some ledge across this big gap, you have to jump, double jump, do an uppercut, and yes. then do like a flaming kick that takes you across <laughs> to get to the ledge. So it's so like good. that's how you maneuver everything. Yeah, and yeah, you know, and the fighting like a lot of it, you know. <laughs> If I'm if I'm remembering it correctly, you know a lot of a lot of fights involve like grappling with one guy and throwing him into other guys, which I don't remember if that like you know I don't, you know I don't remember well enough if that does like you know things like switch hitting or anything like that, but like it feels like, it feels like fighting guys and throwing them you know factors heavily into the game. <laughs> so, it's, uh, it's I don't know if it was like necessary to do, but it's so much fun that it, you end up doing it in every single fight. Oh my god, it's so satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking beating the crap out of something till you grab it, and then just like choose a direction and kick its ass in that direction. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah, that's how we're gonna finish this off. See you later. Give me my coins. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, the, oh, the game's great, and yeah, it's it's just you know, um, it's just loaded with like fucking references and things to other video games and like comics and fucking just like internet shit. Like, did you get the fucking thing I just sent you? Like, yes. Yeah. Like, holy shit. There's just so much stuff. Like, you're walking through these towns and they have posters for, like, wrestling matches between, like, you know, La Mascara and Mega Ombre. And it's, you know, Majora's <laughs> Mask versus Mega Man. Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> this game is yeah, so I saw, good. I saw a poster for Strong Bad, and that's, like, a bit of a deep pool. Like, Dude, yeah. Like, you know, I mean, a lot of people remember Strong Bad, but still, seeing it in there, like, you know, Fuerte yeah. Malo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember just, like, walking through there. I'm like, this is crazy. There's one where it's, like, you know, the like two luchas, like, you know, Los Super Hombres. And it's, you know, two luchadors with mustaches wearing, you know, red and green. I'm just like, yep. This game, this game gets me. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I like this game a lot. <laughs> this, game does you know, what I want. 
comedically manly shit and also video game references. Cool. <laughs> cool with all this. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, unfortunately, I never finished it. Just because I bought it as part of like a uh, like a humble bundle for uh, Nintendo, and you know, somehow when you get things in a humble bundle and you you know get like six or seven games at once, you tend to lack a little focus. So, <laughs> you know, somehow my focus shifted to one of my other six games that I paid you know three dollars to get, and uh, <laughs> you know I got to go back and finish this one because it was so much fun. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I love a game. That my wife actually likes enjoying, like likes watching me play, because like she's like, ah, you know, I don't necessarily want to play it, but the music's great, and you know, I mean, look at the fucking game. It's got the cartoons and the skeletons and all this stuff, and you know, you you clearly are enjoying it. I'm like, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> she's like, I'm cool, you know. I'll knit and watch you play this game and laugh along with you. I'm like, this is a game for couples. You know, it's a one-player <laughs> game for couples. <laughs> It's it's super stylized too. Like if oh, you can imagine, great. like John, I don't know if you were looking at like screen caps or whatever of the game, but if you can imagine like a Day of the Dead parade as a game, like it's okay. that kind of like really bright, colorful, and stylized animation. Yeah, and not Grim Fandango. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's you know side scrolling and like you know it looks I don't know almost made out of like. Like construction paper or something. It's like Day of the Dead and like colorful construction paper. And yeah, the game's just fucking gorgeous. And yeah, it's a blast to play. And God, I feel like we should just make Jesse like record something of himself gushing about this game and edit it in because <laughs> we're just not doing it. We're not doing Jesse justice here. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I think he knows this game like front and back. <laughs> like, so. Uh, it's a great game. You know. You gotta, you gotta download it at some point. Yeah, I could say download it. It's a downloadable game. I don't think there was a physical release of this. Uh, yeah, David, any last thoughts on uh, Guacamelee? Um, no. It's just there. There need to be more Metroidvania beat 'em ups because yeah. I didn't know that was anything I wanted until I played this. Like this is everything I ever wanted. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't need items to progress in this game. I just need to learn how to hit people differently. Like. Cool. <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> I'm pretty uh, sure there's even a way. It's like there are giant stone. Sta if I remember correctly, there's like giant stone statues that block your way, and you learn a headbutt, and that headbutt is the only thing that destroys the statues. So that's how you progress. I think so. By headbutting statues. That seems familiar. <laughs> Beating the shit out of stuff. Break it to move on. And yeah, I mean, it's so Metroid that it's even got, like, fucking the Metroid statues in it. Like, you learn your new abilities by getting them out of a Chozo statue. Like, <laughs> yeah, It's, uh, yeah, It's loving enough that it's not like, oh, man, this guy's just, like, ripping shit off. Like, no, 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 this guy's not ripping anything off. Whoever made this game or whatever studio, you know, Drinkbox Studios, this is, a, this is like, a loving game. It's like, it's like a studio cave story. And I'm just so Mexican. <laughs> like... So yeah, it's uh, it's great. Anybody that hasn't checked it out should check it out. And uh, yeah, I think if there's nothing else, I think we gotta gotta keep it going. So, Johnny, what do you got? All right. Game three.
Yeah. Damn, that's a good song. Yeah, I like that a lot. So moody, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. This is like, this is like angry, fast moody. Yeah. So, um, trivia for this game: this was the first game in its series to be a Metroidvania-style game, which was a controversial move to some fans. The bigger controversy involving this game: this is the only game in this series. In which you cannot dance. Hmm. Well.
Tight. Man. Yeah. All I'm right. In series, but I don't know which one. I definitely know this because I've played the shit out of it pretty recently. Really? <laughs> really? I, I believe David bought me this game. <laughs> Sounds like points for Johnny coming up. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like I need to. Right. I've taken a page from Johnny's guesses. book. Um, I kind of want to give you credit. Uh, John says Shantae and the Pirates Curse, which is correct, and John says Shantae Footloose. <laughs> Judges, right, right. <laughs> Let's give him a point. I'll take a, All I'll right. take a half. <laughs> uh, yeah, Shantae Footloose starring Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Well, you know, to be fair, that would be the one where he could, where you can't dance. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll give you that. Okay. Hey. Yeah. Work that one out. Uh, <laughs> so wait, which one was it? Was it <laughs> Pirate's um, Curse? Pirate's or? Curse. Okay, cool. I thought you could dance in that one. Is that the one that just came out for... I don't know. I, I downloaded one of them. I've got it on the Wii U. I, I, I guess I thought it was Pirate's Curse, but maybe it's Risky's Revenge. I don't know. Hmm. Um, Risky's Revenge lets you dance. Um, Pirate's Curse, you... Technic technically, like when you're capturing um, evil spirits with your magic lamp, sometimes you'll just hold the magic lamp, and sometimes she'll kind of shake when she does it. So people say, okay. "Oh, they're still dancing." It's like, no, you you don't actually. Like other games in the series, you actually have to belly dance to change magic forms. Okay, yeah, no, then the, I totally have pirates curse because yeah, I remember like capturing the evil spirits, and she's just doing like the gyrations. So I'm like, okay, cool, you know, uh, I get what you know, I get what people like about this. But, uh, yeah, cool, man. <laughs> um, you know, so yeah, then I have totally played this game. It's, uh, it's a pretty fun game. <laughs> it's a damn fun game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's one, sadly, uh, another one of those uh, Humble Bundle purchases. I, I totally got, like, distracted by something else and never finished it. But, like, it was pretty good. You know, I've realized in playing these games what my problem is. Uh, I have very little patience. And I like to just run through them and, you know, be, like, really fucking reckless these days. Like, I kept dying in Shantae, and I'm just like, God damn it, fuck it. Like, mm. you know, where's the part where it just regenerates you, like, right back where you were? Like, mm. forget that. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, the game's fun. Uh, I didn't get very far in it, but I, I was enjoying it. So, uh, so you're uh, well-versed on the Shantae series at this point, right? I am, yes. <laughs> so... What's the dish, man? Uh, well, that was... Speaking to the trivia, um, I remember when this game came out, because in the first two games, you, you kind of get the ability to belly dance, and as you belly dance, you ch magically change forms, because she's half-genie, so right. she's magical. So you can become, like... That's how you get your abilities. So you can become, like, a monkey who can climb up walls and jump really high. Okay. You can become an elephant who can, like, dash and ground pound, because you're an elephant. But on this game, they took that away, and instead, um, she teams up with her, her arch-rival, who is a pirate queen. So, you have to fight the evil, like, pirate master, and you have to get all of his cursed pirate gear. So that's how you get your abilities. Okay. So you get, like, a pistol, which shoots, but then you also get, like, a pirate hat, which you use as kind of, like, a parachute, so you can float down and stuff. And you get a cannon, but instead of that being, like, a massive attack, you use it as kind of an extra jump. Because you just jump in the air, shoot it downwards, and it gives you an extra jump. Sweet. 
Yeah, Although so you can one shoot th the cannonballs downwards at enemies, if I remember this right. Yes, but yeah. I mean, so mostly it's for exploration and getting about. Yeah. Yeah, but occasionally it's for, you know, just ass whooping and double jumping, which is, you know, some of the best ways to double jump. But, yeah, uh, yeah no, I remember, like, starting to play it. I'm like, I thought you were supposed to be able to, like, transform into animals and shit in this. Like, you know, <laughs> why is the only mechanic so far hair whipping? Like, I'm cool with it. It's it's essentially Castlevania, but it's her hair, not a whip. But, you know, where are the well, animals? That's why, like, <laughs> I feel really weird because, like, on the one hand, it's so far the best Shantae game they've made. Like, it's really polished, it's really fun, controls are spot on, it looks gorgeous and all that, but at the same time, like, you don't dance, and you don't magically change into animals, so it's like, it's the best one, but it doesn't really represent what the series is about at yeah, all. Totally. <laughs> huh. That's, Which uh... is why I'm really looking forward to um, the new one that they did the Kickstarter for, which should be coming out soon. Yeah, I remember hearing about that and then not seeing it released. So, you know, I assume it's still coming. But, uh, you know, I didn't think these guys well, had they... to kickstart their games at this point. I thought they were like a fairly established studio. They they put up an update. It was supposed to come out like the end of September, but they're finishing up like debugging and passing through like all the console makers have their checklists and everything. So it's like, yeah, it got delayed a little bit, but it's still coming back. So, okay. I think they said sometime either end of October, like end of October to middle of November, it should be coming out. Perfect. Well, yeah, I mean, I assume it'll be a uh, return to form. Not that they need a return to form, because like you said, this was the best game in the series. But like, you know, I want, the best, so good. I want the best game in the series plus animal transformations. I mean, come on. It's, you know, it's just that simple. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. I'm not saying there was a bait and switch because nobody baited me into this, but my own research had led me to believe that you'd be able to turn into animals, and then you didn't. It's <laughs> like, wait a minute, where's the part where I turn into an animal? You know, <laughs> grumble, grumble. <laughs> <laughs> so, failed by my own expectations, I guess is the case in this one. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, the, you know, the series is cool, and yeah, so I mean, you know, not to harp on that, but is way forward like strictly kickstarting games at this point, or do people still actually, you know? companies still actually hire them to make games well they still do um they still get hired out a lot but they went to kickstarter because that's like their own project okay like they they have to do when they want to do their own thing they have to do either really small like tiny downloadable games um or okay. they just they get hired out to work on other people's games so they wanted to do okay. like something big for themselves so that's why they had to kickstart Right. Yeah, I was just curious because it's like it seems like these guys are, you know, not prolific, but like they're fairly, you know, out there. They got a lot of games under their belt. Like it seems like they shouldn't have to be kickstarting things, but that actually makes plenty of sense. Um, but yeah. Although, um, speaking of prolific, shout out to the composer Jake Kaufman, oh. aka Vert, oh. who, AKA who's done dude. a lot of WayForward's games and uh, also did Shovel Knight. Fucking right, he did. That guy is a uh, pretty good little video game musician, man. He's, uh, he's got a nice little resume under his belt. Um, what are you, you giggling at? <laughs> just just the, the severe underselling that you're doing. I'm trying, man. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah he's, he's, he's a pretty good guy. He uh, makes some good music sometimes. He's just that dude. Yeah. <laughs> Prolific and talented composer. Yeah, he's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's just this guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit, man, this game that tune. You got to be a lot more prolific to 
really, uh, you know, really get our fucking attention. Not that Jake doesn't have our attention, because he's made great music for great games. But, uh, you, know, you know, call us when you've made, like, 50 games worth of great music. Hmm. Hmm. Currently, currently you're friend of the show, but eventually you can work yourself up to close personal friend of the show. Exactly. <laughs> you know, he is mere, <laughs> merely our friend, but, you know, we don't talk very often. You know, so, if you want to be a close personal friend of the show... You, uh, you gotta, you know, either just make a series your own, or, uh, you know, just be fucking super prolific, so. Anyway, enough, uh, talking about how great Vert is. Uh, <laughs> John, you know, you said you recently played this game, and you got, you got fucking thoughts on this? Uh, I love it. That's about it. Oh, thanks, John. It's a classic undersell. How's that taste? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go throw that shit right back at you. Uh. Fuck. Yeah. Goes both ways, baby. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it's it's a fun game. I need to go back and finish it. I need to come back and finish all my humble bundle Metroidvania games that I've downloaded. <laughs> as it turns out. And uh, yeah, man, let's uh, let's just keep it going, man. What's up? Okay. Game four.
Sweet. Woo. Yeah. John, do you have trivia? I do have trivia. Let me see here. I've written down. Wait, is this uh, the fan request? Oh, yes. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's this fan is request. the fan request. Uh, did we uh, go with the fan request that I think we went with? Well, you'll have to Which guess Which one do out. you think we went with? <laughs> no, not until the third song. Uh, we get so many requests, David. Who knows which one you think it is? <laughs> Let's see. 
The playable characters are separated into Warriors of the Light and Warriors of the Night. And only oh. two of the playable characters are members of the Belmont family. Oh. Answer. That's that good stuff. David's got answers, man. I should double check what game this is. (laughs) All right. We've got double Castlevania judgments. That is correct. We got a special sound for that. What is a man? There you go. (laughs) (laughs) That's our Castlevania correct sound, which I'm surprised hasn't come up yet. Turns out we all took the Metroidvania theme and ran away from Castlevania with it. <laughs> so, um, tight. So, um, actually, yeah, this isn't even a Metroidvania game. This is the Metro, or this is the Castlevania fighting game for the Nintendo <laughs> Wii. The well-loved, well-received, always memorable Castlevania fighting game. No, uses, it's memorable. That uses it's the Wii remote nunchuck. <laughs> <laughs> David, you, uh... <laughs> You are uh, actually familiar with this game in some way, right? So I'm, I'm going to let you take the lead on this one, man. <laughs> um, all due respect to <laughs> the massive fan community of this game. This game kind of sucks. And when I say kind of, I mean, this game pretty much sucks. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I, think the, I think the best way to describe this game is um, actually to go back to how you introduced it, John. This is... The Castlevania fighting game on Wii. Yeah. That tells Think you everything about you need that. to know. <laughs> Getting all the pertinent infos out there. Huh. Oh, it's. God. I mean, it. I, I have played it twice. Uh, the first time I played it, I was like, "Oh, this is actually kind of fun. This is this isn't that bad." Um, I don't see like everybody's ragging all this game. No, it's not that bad. And then the second time I played it, because uh, I was. Um, friends of mine in college they're like oh let's play it like yeah sure and the first time hey this is pretty fun and then the second time like the next night they brought us like no i i don't want to play this ever again kind of lost its fun (laughs) it's 
the see the main uh, thing for me is um it looked really cool because it had that like castlevania style and obviously the music was awesome yeah no honestly castlevania fighting game is actually kind of uncharted territory and like could be good i think Maybe. well it sounds like it would be awesome um but i think the major thing th there were three things they did that i think kind of derailed it number one they made it a 3d fighting game mm. rather than a 2d fighting game <laughs> Yeah, you because know, they wanted to emulate two. the best game in the series, Castlevania 64, am I right? Like <laughs> <laughs> Number two, they um they did top-down complete reimaginings, like redrawings of all of the characters. They completely redesigned ever all of them. And if you have not seen any of them, do yourself a favor and look them up. Look just look up Simon Belmont Castlevania Judgment. I believe I will. And then just look. <laughs> and then problem number three they grafted everything onto the Wiimote and nunchuck so yeah. you swing the Wiimote to attack and then you hold a button and swing it to do a special attack <laughs> we all remember how well the motion controls on the original Wii worked right like um, this was pre Wii Motion Plus yeah, flawless like, I believe was the answer <laughs> so like your attacks would register 70 to 80% of the time yeah, that, uh, oh, man, you know, I, I love the Wii, I'm a Wii defender, but, like, they had a few things that really did not work out. I don't remember which, uh, you know, fighting games that didn't use GameCube controllers being one of them. Uh, I remember they came out with Mortal Kombat something or other for the Wii, it's like, yeah, just, you know, hold a button and flick the remote back and forth and throw Scorpion's spear, it's like, nope, that ain't working, <laughs> like, that ain't working at all, like, <laughs> flick the remote twice this way to do like Liu Kang's kick. Mm -mm. Fuck no. This, <laughs> so I would imagine it's extra frustrating for I assume you have to use it for whipping attacks and then also like holding a button and flicking a direction to do like, you know, a special attack. I mean, no. 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 I just, <laughs> I just, I looked up Simon Belmont from Castlevania Judgment. I could have sworn this was something from DeviantArt at first. Damn, he's looking good. And Look I at all the, on the straps. So all our viewers can see it right now? Yeah, put, you know, put that in place of Jesse, man. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, he's looking good. Oh, Damn. Jesus he's, Christ. And I, can't, I can't remember if it's... I think it might have been, like, Death. Because <laughs> Death is in the game, obviously. And I want to say, like, he's not even wearing his cloak he's just kind of like a like oddly over-designed skeleton and i don't know how you over-design a skeleton but it's just like that holding a giant scythe like nice. yeah the the character designs are questionable at best yeah i mean yeah. does death wear the same awesome fucking tight ass shorts that simon beaumont's wearing <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, you get looking. a good look do you get a look at Death's package? <laughs> Simon's got his fucking got his gym shorts on. He's going on a bike ride, and then he's gonna fucking take a detour into like fucking Final Fantasy, you know, belts world. <laughs> like, it's definitely like what a a guy who wants to go to a gay biker bar and he has no idea what that's actually all about. So he googles gay biker bar? <laughs> he googles stereotypical gay biker bar and just goes with it? <laughs> like, 
Because <laughs> that kind of is the look. You know, he's got, he's wearing a lot of leather. You know, which, I mean, the Belmont clan wears a lot of leather. They're vampire hunters. It fits with what they do, but like. Yeah, but yeah. like, see, the more they don't, they don't usually have an unbuttoned. The yard of vampire bites, and so this is really an ineffective outfit for fighting vampires. <laughs> <laughs> it's but an it's ineffective a- outfit for everything. Yeah, exactly. No, it's except a great going outfit. to a gay microbar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so especially yeah, I with also, the attached I the death image, and yeah, this is the most confusing skeleton there ever was. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't understand what the, what I'm looking at. It's uh, it's actually kind of a kind of scary, but yeah, not in the uh, just it should be a skeleton with a sickle, kind of scary. Um, yeah, so, Which, um... And if, if I remember, like, the character roster is really weird. Like, yeah. you would think Castlevania fighting game, there are a lot of, like, great monsters and characters that you yeah. can pull from, but I remember there being a lot of, like, really obscure characters, and I think one of the guys was from the Castlevania on N64, Ooh. which, why you would reference that at all? <laughs> Yeah, the, uh, from what I was reading, there's definitely an original character in the game, which, you know, it's just wrong, wrong choice. But then, like, you know, it's, uh, it's like Dracula, Alucard, Death, and, like, two other monsters, and then two members of the Belmonts, and just, like, four randos. Like, you know, no one's heard of these other people. It should have been six Belmonts versus six Draculas, you know, and just call it a day. But no, you guys fucked it up, like... Uh, you know, say that like that's the only thing they fucked up about this game. I mean, you know, the game sounds, in theory, really fun. But uh, yeah, like it sounds badass I mean, to be Dracula, like ripping ass against death. Like that'd be sweet. Yeah, and you know I, I was I was looking up, and like everybody's got sub moves, and like one of Dracula's attacks is just listed as Bat Swarm. I'm like, oh. dude, tackle the swarm of bats. That's my shit right there. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, just picture like a cloud of bats just you know thrown like a fireball like yeah that's tight but uh <laughs> yeah no I, but I doubt like that. again if it was like if it was a 2d fighter um if it used like normal controllers like yeah this would have been awesome but no it was just if the characters looked like the characters from the castlevania series <laughs> well they, they look like some version of the characters from the castlevania series just you know <laughs> Really? They add, like, this game, like, just based on this Simon Belmont, you know, design, I assume that there's some kind of bonus stage that takes place in a gay biker bar, I mean. And God damn it, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just like, you know, it's just like Street Fighter. There's a bonus stage where you have to break the barrels that fall down, but they're just barrels of wine in a gay biker bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh Instead of uh, being up a car, you just knock over a bunch of motorcycles out front. (laughs) (laughs) Take that, motorcycle riders. (laughs) Called you out. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it. Um, It it, it only lasts like five seconds because you just knock over one and they all fall over. End of round. Yeah, exactly. It's motorcycles like dominoes at the gay biker bar. You you whip them real hard with your Belmont whip, and then you're out of there. <laughs> like, you know, uh, it all makes sense to me. God damn it. Um, yeah. So, from what I from what I have heard about this game, you actually can play it using GameCube controllers, which oh, apparently really? apparently does make it more playable. 
but it doesn't make... That would probably increase the fun value by at least 70%. Yes, reliable controls are a good thing to have in a fighting game. And, uh, yeah, they uh, apparently you can do that. It, I think it would probably take the game towards, you know, not just, like, rage-inducingly, like, get this out of my house levels of uh, fun, but, like, probably towards, you know, yeah, okay, we could fuck around with this for a night and drink a couple of beers kind of fun. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it just... Uh, no, it just doesn't seem like seem like the kind of game that uh, is very well thought out. Like seriously, it shouldn't be a 3D fighting game because 3D Castlevania games uh, traditionally are not particularly good. 2D Castlevania games are so good they name a genre after them. So 2D <laughs> Castlevania fighting game, yes, yes please. <laughs> like, but yeah, whatever. Live and learn. I think we're gonna have to go to Kickstarter get our own uh, get our own <laughs> Castlevania fighting game going. Yeah. Um, so thanks to uh, thanks to our requester, that was a uh, was a uh, Dell yet again, uh, Dell from Twitter. Um, you know, thinking about it, this is actually now a couple shows in a row where he's requested remarkably obscure fighting games. So that might be uh, it might be his thing. <laughs> yeah, the Final Fantasy yeah. fighting game a couple episodes ago, and the Castlevania fighting game, and you know, you know, I assume uh, next episode, you know, the next game is going to be another one of his requests. It's the Metroid fighting game that none of us have played. Um, that anyway, sounds awesome. Actually, yeah, Metroid fighting game. Yeah. Uh, so well, the Castlevania uh, well, fighting game. Yeah. <laughs> John, you raise a very valid point. <laughs> That's what they said about the Castlevania fighting game, and here we are. <laughs> so, Castlevania Judgment on the Wii. Check it out. Everybody run to your local retro game shop. Throw down the 15 bucks or whatever. And, oh, yeah. Uh, um, definitely. Final word. Castlevania Judgment. 9 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, would recommend. Yeah. Editor's choice. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think you got. I think saying that is opening us up for some kind of lawsuit. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare promote that game on your show. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, uh, thank you for the request again. Great, uh, you know, great tunes, great Castlevania remixes, and uh, Johnny, let's, uh, let's keep it moving, man. We got game five coming up. Game five.
Mm. That's, that's the first atmospheric song of the night, I think. <laughs> About fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> Moody and atmospheric, you say, in a Metroidvania-themed show. No way. <laughs> um, so, this game was originally going to feature an unlockable title from prior in the series. However, the developers scrapped that idea because it would have required the use of a third-party Super NES emulator. Ultimately, the first game in the series is unlockable in this game using what method... Okay.
Oh, yeah. Did you hear that yes. little bit of a uh, little series theme in there? Um, a little bit, yes. <laughs> sure we did. Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, guys, what do you got? Ooh, John Regan says Metroid Prime. David says Metroid Prime. That is going to be a Metroid-themed hat trick. You can you can put it down now, David. We'll talk, talk Metroid <laughs> Prime. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, who here has played one of the best games ever for the Nintendo GameCube? Uh, me. Um, I don't know about best games ever for the Nintendo GameCube, but I do right. know about best games ever. Period. Period. Point <laughs> blank. Yeah. <laughs> the game is fucking great. <laughs> like, oh man, uh, yeah, that game. I think what mainly like contributed to the mind blowing factor is that Metroid completely skipped over the Nintendo sixty four. So like once you got Metroid Prime, it was like, oh yeah, this world. <laughs> like I've missed well, that this. <laughs> it was all first person. Like yeah. nobody thought this was gonna work. Right. And yeah. damn, did it work? Oh man, it works so good. Like. Oh, it just, uh, you know, it seems like one of those games where, like, I bet you it had, like, a fucking, like, tortured development. Like, I'm just picturing, like, Shiggy just like, mm -mm, nope, not doing it for me. I don't know about this first-person stuff. It's too violent, you know. We we make, uh, we make games that, you know, are for families and things like that. People are like, trust us, trust us, seriously, you know. Like, this game just came out, Halo. We're not nearly as violent and stupid as that game. So it's going to be good. It's still going to be Metroid. We're going to be moving around an alien world. We're going to be exploring. There's going to be doors. You know, there's going to be fucking, you know, alien artifacts. And there's not going to be a bunch of, you know, blood and multiplayer and bullshit. So it's going to be just fine. Trust us. Just let us keep going. <laughs> like, I love the idea that that's what defines a Metroid game. There doors. are doors. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. <laughs> There are such doors in, in the Metroid series. <laughs> I, just, I just like the idea of, like, you're playing Goldeneye, you open a door up, it's a Metroid game now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, things that fight a Metroid game. You enter your house, yeah. your house is now a Metroid game. Yep, it's got space, it's got doors. <laughs> yeah. It's got, um... um Power-ups like, in the pantry. That's true, yeah, yeah exactly. A, a, a fridge full of power-ups. Yeah. Can we please can we please put that as the name of this episode? Power ups in the pantry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can. Oh man, but um, yeah, man. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is one of those games that I can just like kind of gush about for a while. Like, you know, what's uh, what's everybody's fond recollection of Metroid Prime? I'm starting with Johnny because you know you don't even you know you're not even GameCube and Wii guy, man. What's uh, what's what's your fond recollection of Metroid Prime? <laughs> My fond recollection of Metroid Prime based on this IGN article I just read a second ago while you were talking is that cool feature where you could link up your Game Boy Advance and if you had beaten Metroid <laughs> Fusion you could play the original Metroid NES game on the GameCube. Well, nicely done, John. I can't believe yeah. you beat David to that punch. You get the bonus trivia point. <laughs> so yeah! <laughs> Wait, what? Son of a bitch! <laughs> I held up my sign! You wrote I it on my part. sign! <laughs> there was a sign the video people need to know! 
Uh, for those listening on the podcast, we just edited out a five-minute argument about who gets the trivia point. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, I love the fact, too, that not only could you unlock the original NES Metroid, but you could get skins for Samus, so you could yes. play through the game wearing the fusion suit in yeah. Metroid Prime, which was the coolest thing. I did not realize, you know, looking back at this, I was like, I knew that Metroid Prime and Metroid Fusion came out around the same time. They came out on the same day. Like, <laughs> you know, they both came really? out November... I they, thought it was, like, within a month of each other. No, it's, you know, they both came out November 17th, 2002. I was looking at this shit, looking up trivia today, and it's like, oh, well, that's, uh... That's something. <laughs> like, it's almost like they had this thought out. Like, hey, you know, there's a connectivity between these two games. The first games in this series in almost ten years. Like, eh, fuck it. Put them out on the same day. <laughs> like, nice job, Nintendo. You know, because... I never, uh, I wasn't a Game Boy Advance guy back in the day, but, uh, but man, I, oh, I got in some Metroid Prime. That, uh, uh, it really was kind of mind blowing. Like, because it, it, it's not like it was even the first, per, like, the first, like, first person shooter you played like that, but it's, it's a first person shooter made by Nintendo and it's in the Metroid world. So it's just first person stuff and it's exploration and it still has, you know, like the morph ball and all the weird Metroidness about it and, like, it's just, oh, it's just so good. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't describe in what way it's good, but it's fucking like really, really good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, David. I think know. it's just them taking like the two D exploration aspect and just putting you in charge of it. Like, it's it's really not a first person shooter. Like, you're still exploring everything. You're right, still yeah, finding those little trinkets. You're still hunting. Like, it's. It's not a shooter. Yeah, like, I mean, like, you yeah, fight and you shoot stuff, but it's right. it's not. That's not what it's about. Yeah, there's a lot of exploring and scan visoring, and you know, just kind of. I mean, you're shooting things to see if they break, and you know, but it's not like it's not combat heavy at all. Like there's there's combat, and there's bosses, but like it's really it's a Metroid game. It's fucking, you know, it's a first person Metroid game, and it's fucking great. And, yeah, I was thinking about it. One of the things that blew my mind, even, you know, I mean, I don't know, just for the Metroid series, like, uh, looking around at it in first person, um, you know, like, it had a sky, which, you know, <laughs> the Metroid games are kind of, you know, they inspired Cave Story, because they largely take place in, like, caves and tunnels. It's people going through 2D tunnels, and <laughs> when you're in the Metroid, you know, Prime World, and you land on that place, and you're looking around, it's like, wait, I can just fire a shot up there off in the sky and it just goes away like that's new for a metroid game like there's you know sunlight and clouds and shit and like things can logically come at you from any direction so you gotta like be looking around more so than you know say super metroid where it's like you walk in okay there's that thing you know i need to eight direction shoot at it no metroid prime man like you know it really i mean obviously you know stuff like that happened in other first-person shooters but just for the metroid world of it it was at the time just like wait a minute yeah shit this doesn't happen in metroid you, you never bothered looking up or like turning around much like ah yeah you gotta gotta relearn what it means to play a metroid game you know and it's so funny because now that i think about it we've uh done this metroidvania episode we had three metroidvania games a castlevania fighting game and a I wouldn't call it a Metroidvania Metroid game. Like, <laughs> so, you know, it's, uh, yeah. It's a good run. It, I think it is. Metroidvania spirit, I think. I mean, it, it totally captures that. The, you know, the question is, can a Metroidvania game 
be a non 2D platformer because like that's essentially what this is. It's a 3D first person shooter, but with platforming elements and exploration elements. I mean, does Metroid Prime fall into the Metroidvania category? As an expert, I will say yes. Quiet you. <laughs> I, would, I would say based upon the fact that it's a game in the Metroid series, yes. Yes, yes. it does. Exactly. It checks one of two boxes. Is it in the Metroid or Castlevania series? Yes. But <laughs> is, it, is it quite in that genre of exploration and platforming? Like it, yeah, I'd say it totally is because that's, you know, that's a lot of what it is. You're exploring. You're scanning. You're learning. You know, it's like, like you said about Cave Story. There's a deep story going on. You're learning about, you know, the fucking deep, crazy, horrible things that have been going on on this planet with, you know, meteors crashing into it, destroying civilizations and radiating things with, you know, evil, dark energy and stuff. You're just exploring and learning more and more. And, you know, I don't know. It's a it's it's a it's a question for a nerdier podcast than ours to debate whether or not Metroid Prime counts as a Metroidvania game. (laughs) I think it absolutely does. But. Yeah. Okay, good. 3D first-person Metroidvania game. Boom. Done. Game that tune. Stamp it. You know, we've declared it. You know, we need a stamp uh, sound effect for that. <laughs> yeah. Putting that bitch in the Hall of Records. You know, stamp things, it. <laughs> things game that tune declares. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, any, uh, any like, you know, fond memories uh, from Metroid Prime? Any favorite areas or, you know, boss battles or, you know... You know, any thoughts on the sequels? Because, you know, honestly, I never really got into 2 or 3, which uh, I've got Metroid Prime Trilogy, and I've never gotten into 2 or 3. <laughs> um, I would, I still think 1 is the best one. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love the ice section, and I can't remember the name. I want to um, take a stab at it, and it's Vendrana it's Drifts. Like, yeah, Vendrana. Yeah. Um, because, like, there's there's all the cliffs and the snow everywhere and it's i remember playing like super metroid and you got to the water section you got to the abandoned ship with the the ghost fantoon like you got to the vegetation you got to norfair with the lava but i don't remember there ever being an ice section nope. and just getting to that area was so like like you were saying shooting up at the sky it's like i've never seen the sky in metro like yeah. There's snow. Like there yeah. are enemies that are popping out of snow. Is Samus this cold? Is new. Yeah. <laughs> like these are questions that have gone unanswered for so long. <laughs> like, uh, but I think honestly, like my favorite part of this game, and this is gonna sound like really broad, but let me finish, is just the amount of detail in it. Like you're because you're you're playing as samus and you've got her visor down and you can scan stuff and everything but when you pass under a waterfall there's water that splashes on it like when you shoot an alien it splatters against it like there are certain lighting effects or like when an enemy attacks you and electrocutes you or everything you can see like a reflection of samus's eyes in the visor yes and like every time you charge up your charge beam like you see your arm cannon kind of expand because of the energy or when you have the ice beam the your arm cannon actually actually freezes over like love it there's yeah. just that sort of like there's no reason for that those animations or those effects to be in the game except to just look really cool in the game right no exactly like you know somebody in development for this was like all right we got the mechanics and somebody's like you know we can take this a lot further we can actually like you know really work on the artistry of this game and like take it to the next level because like yeah i mean a more basic ass you know shooter game wouldn't have fucking 
necessarily going with that level of detail, but yeah, I remember shit like that. Like when you know you catch like the reflection of Samus's eyes in the visor at some point, and it's like, whoa, 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 hold up, <laughs> like what? Okay, yeah, this is blowing my mind right now. <laughs> like that's you know, that's such an interesting like artistic touch to the game that yeah, it's you know, it's just it's a it's a great game in terms of mechanics and artistry combining to make a really great experience. And, uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, you know, it, uh, yeah, it deserves every accolade that it's gotten, and, you know, I think it deserves, uh, John to fucking play it at some point. Boom, I just turned that back around on you, son. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, what the hell? Oh, I was expecting that. <laughs> yeah, it didn't see that nowhere. coming. Yeah, real twist. But, uh, okay, yeah. so let's see. That's uh, two games for John Regan to play, one yeah. game for John Harrington to play, and David's played all of them. <laughs> yeah. David is good on this episode. He this is, is well versed. by the score tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Speaking of scores. David's uh, played he, all of them, including yeah. Judgment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. David's even played Castlevania Judgment. Well done, sir. Um, it was not worth that point. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'd give away my game that tune point to have never played that game. <laughs> uh, but before we uh, before we wrap it up, any any final thoughts? Any uh, you know lingering sentiments for uh, Metroid Prime? You you hankering for a new one? You know, is that another one that would have just been too logically you know done on the Wii U? Like, <laughs> yeah, I think with the gyro controls to like move the scan visor. Yeah. Um, like, I think you could have used, like, the two sticks to move and shoot, but use that to scan stuff. That would have right. been awesome. Yeah, man. You know, imagine, like, just, you know, yeah, exactly. Just like you just said. <laughs> like, moving around and doing the twin stick shooting, but then maybe moving the gyro controls to scan things or, you know, uh, something. You know, uh, I love my Wii U, but the more I think about it, I'm like, there are so many opportunities this thing did not seize upon. Damn them. But, uh, anyway. Metroid Prime's great. Uh, if you can find a rare-ass copy of Metroid Prime Trilogy for the Wii, definitely pick that up. And um, I think you can actually download Trilogy on the Wii U. No shit. Cool. I'm pretty sure. Uh, because I know they like... have like Wii games that you can download for 20 bucks. I think they put Trilogy on there. Okay, well, that's I remember the case, everybody then... losing their mind. Holy shit. Then yeah, John, you need to go buy a Wii U. You need to download Metroid Prime Trilogy. You need to buy yourself a Wii Remote and Nunchuck, and you need to play through all three of these games because uh, they're fucking great. Yeah, you know, uh, like I said, I you don't can do that I... in time for the next show, right? Yeah, the, the next uh, the next show is going to be Metroid Prime and also two games of free play. So uh, <laughs> just you know, play all three of these games, please. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Got this. Uh, fucking A. Anywho, um, great game, great <laughs> tunes. Um, so yeah, Johnny, uh, not that we, uh, not that we need it. We know who's, uh, played all the games tonight, but I'd say it's time to boot up that calculating computer. Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. <laughs> Scoring complete. This right. game's winner is... David Fleming. Whoa, what? That coming. <laughs> yeah. Surprise, <laughs> surprise, right in your eyes. <laughs> uh, nice job, David. Uh, apparently, you Thanks. play a lot of Metroidvania games. <laughs> so, you know, good on you. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, we, we funny, discussed like... whether or not Metroid... I was gonna say we discussed whether or not Metroid Prime's a Metroid uh, Metroidvania game. Is Castlevania Judgment a Metroidvania game? <laughs> yeah, we didn't. Castlevania really... Judgment is barely a Castlevania game. <laughs> it sounds like Castlevania Judgment is barely a game. Yeah, we didn't get real deep on that. <laughs> oh God. Anyway, not to not to derail your win. Just I want to remind you that you've played Castlevania Judgment at some point. <laughs> Who do we write to to complain about Castlevania Judgment? Um, series producer, edit his name in right here. (laughs) Yeah. It was actually funny when we picked out this theme. It was like, oh, yeah, let let me, like, look up some Metroidvania games. I was like, oh, I've been really wanting to use, like, a Shantae soundtrack. I kind of want to use Cave Story. Oh, you know, like, I looked at all these, like, wow, there's a lot of Metroidvania games that I really want to use. This is perfect. Tight. Well, cool, man. So, you know, since you were so well prepared for this one, what's uh, what's the theme for the next episode? Well, um, this is a theme that's been in my head for a while, and uh, tonight kind of kind of inspired and pushed me towards it. Um, what with the discussion of Castlevania Judgment, we're a pretty positive group here. Uh, we talk a lot about games that we love. We had an entire episode oh, devoted to favorites, so um, I'm thinking it's time we drop the other foot. And uh, I propose the theme for next week is Games We Hate. <laughs> Tight. That's, uh... Oh, that. Yeah, we can do that. Ooh. We'll hate game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, uh... Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> the beauty really of it is that... I point out real quick. I just really want to point out, David, I really love how much... Like, I, I'm not saying this, like, sarcastically. I really do love... How much you have to provide exposition for your like theme ideas? Like, <laughs> like I was like, uh, nineties. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but see, here's the thing, John. David's got I a little story. You, like, and again, I, I don't mean this sarcastically either, but I think you are usually so caught off guard when you win that you like don't prepare yeah, at all. You're so seldom yeah. prepared to win that you don't prepare theme or bonus music. That's 100% correct. Nice. It's just like, all right, John, what's our theme? Uh, free play. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me look around the room. Um, I don't know. Fan? No. Themes <laughs> Themes with glasses. No, no, no. Fuck. Uh, uh, free play. Next week's, next week's theme is uh, homemade soft boxes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Uh, but yeah, so cool, man. Um, yeah, it's gonna be an interesting, uh, interesting little discussion we have. Cause, uh, oh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it so much. Yeah. Oh my god. Quite, quite frankly, I'm like just already wrapping my brain around how to tackle it. I'm like. Do I choose a game with a shit soundtrack? Like, do I choose a game that I that was severely disappointing to me? I don't know. Like, See, I'm I'm torn between two games, um, and I think I'm just gonna listen to their soundtracks, and whichever has the better music, that's what I'm gonna use. But sounds um, like you should go with whatever has the worst music. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm definitely picking like an Atari game. Next episode is gonna be a shit episode. <laughs> <laughs> or we're all gonna br- we're all gonna bring games and disagree about them and get into arguments about them. Like, what? You hate Kingdom Hearts too? Fuck you, man! Like, uh, it's happening. <laughs> Look, anyway. I'm just saying, I don't see what the big deal about Super Mario Brothers is. <laughs> I like Super Mario Bros. Three, the original, a little played out. Fuck that game. You know what I mean? 
Sorry, David. We already used Super Mario Brothers on the show, episode one. And uh, despite your hatred of it, we're not going to rehash it. <clears throat> Sonic the Hedgehog? More like sh- Sonic the Shithog. Oh, that's a DeviantArt search. Um. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> so, cool, uh. man. Next episode, hate game. Um, great episode tonight. Like I said earlier, we got three great Metroidvania games, a non-Metroidvania, Castlevania, and you know we discussed the Metroidvania-ness of Metroid Prime. So yeah, this was uh, this was mission accomplished on this theme. Um, so great episode. We'll uh, catch you guys next week. You know where to find us. We're on uh, we're on Facebook. Always streaming live now on Facebook. We're on Twitter at GTT Pod. Our live stream is still going strong, twitch.tv slash game that tune. Uh, you can find all of us on Twitter. I'm at uh, jgangsta187. You can find Jesse, who is still backtracking and hasn't even made it in for the end of this show, surprisingly, uh, at Sega underscore legend. You can find Johnny on Twitter at jpreganjr. Yay, yay. And you can find David, this week's winner. The fucking Metroidvania Master on Twitter at uh, DFD Fleming. Damn right. So uh, take us out, David. Uh, what's your uh, What's your bonus music? Um, well, since I finally got to use a Shantae game, uh, I decided for the bonus music I wanted to use a song from the upcoming Shantae Half Genie Hero. What? This is the main song, "Dance Through the Danger," composed by Vert and sung by Christina V. Okay. Mind blown, and we'll catch you all next week. Peace.
Cave Story is copyright 2004, Studio Pixel. Guacamelee is copyright 2013, Drinkbox Studios. Shantae and the Pirate's Curse is copyright 2014, Way Forward Technologies. Castlevania Judgment is copyright 2008, Konami. Metroid Prime is copyright 2002, N Nintendo of America Incorporated. Do we have to do the whole thing all over again? No, you're good. You're good. <laughs>